Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Damn, what they on? All steroids and no carbs? Them's a thick-ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fan. All right. It is 410. We're a little behind. This is The Fan. Uh, yeah, my name's Isaac and Souk and then Buck and all that. Yeah, all that. Hey, um, you know, today is actually National Signing Day. Now, this used to be a much bigger day. Yeah. But because there are 17 National Signing Days now. Two. Oh, two. <laughs> this one has become the lesser of the two. Yeah, a, most of the big players sign in the early one, and then because they like the early enrollees. And so, I mean, there's still some some shakeouts that happen, and there's still a couple guys. One of the, the number one prospects is expected to go in the first or second round of the Major League Baseball draft. He's punting all together and saying that he's going to make his decision at some point, just not today. Now, what's his name? Oh. So, why? wait, signing day, don't you have to sign no, by today? No, you do not. So this is... <laughs> These I know, I know. <laughs> These rules are so dumb. You don't have to sign at all. Right, but you have but No, you don't. How do you get Well, okay, but if you are going to play Yes. when does it become official then? So, let a, me ask it that way. All right. A national letter of intent is what you sign on on national signing day. <laughs> or, or right. what you can moving forward, right? You, you sign with a school, right? But it's it's not. It, it is just a letter binding you, telling. It, it means that you have, the, the school is saying, you have a scholarship spot with us. And you're saying that you're committed to it. But it doesn't mean that you can't get out of it. If you go to the school and be like, hey, I don't want to be here. And the school will allow you. You can be released from that, and then you can go sign somewhere else. How so, often does that happen? Well, like Florida just did it with that Jaden Rashada kid, the yes. quarterback who had the he thirteen had signed million. or just had verbal. Well, so he, I believe he had signed his NLI with them, but they broke it because he didn't show up on campus, and the collective was like, "We're not going to pay this kid if he's uh, not here yet." So there's NLI and NIL, by the way, which which is really not confusing. to confuse everyone. Yes. But National <laughs> letter of intent versus name, image, and likeness. He had a name, so he was going to go to Miami. Yeah, for thirteen mil, right? Well, for an undisclosed amount and then florida came in and said we'll give you 13 million and then he's like fine i'm going to florida then that fell apart but he had signed or not i thought he had because i read that florida let him let out him of out his of na- national letter of intent so yes. he'd already signed one I he had already signed one we believe and then he was like hey <laughs> you didn't deliver on the nil deal which technically i think would be an ncaa violation if anyone cared but they don't and so he's with Arizona. So he signed today with Arizona State. With Arizona State Dillingham. Kenny Dillingham. Okay, but he signed. Signed. But that doesn't mean anything because he doesn't have to go there. If Arizona State does not want to release him, then he could not get a scholarship somewhere for an entire year. 
Okay. So yeah. that's what it is. So now you, he's agreed. I want to go to ASU. Uh, ASU said you have a spot here. We're committed to each other. But if he wants to be a bitch in July, he's like, I don't want to go here. Then yes. They don't have to release him. But most schools do release kids because yeah, they don't want the it's bad, a bad look. publicity. But yes, if you're a big enough kid, I remember there was an offensive lineman a number of years ago that did this. It got to the National Letter of Intent Day, and he, I think he ended up signing with Miami. Um, I think his last name was like Henderson. He just said he was like the number one lineman, like the number five overall prospect. He just said, I'm not signing one. You don't have to. It's just that if you don't sign one, most schools are then going to go out and sign other kids. Like right now, Oregon has too many scholarships or has too many players. They don't have enough scholarships. And so by the time all these kids enroll, they got to get rid of some kids. This happens all the time where where you actually run out of scholarships for kids coming in, and then you kind of got to – you got to make some room. So if you aren't the end all to be all, it behooves you to sign on the dotted line and say. So this I, kid you're talking about is so good that he, he doesn't have to sign. If, he, he can where, go wherever he wants. Wherever he wants, they will make a scholarship for him. Correct. Yes. Even which, if it's already taken. Which means some poor bastard. They're going to be like, look, dude. Uh, yeah, you're not going to play here, so it's in your best interest. And I mean, now get the hell out of town. Cal Poly, here I come. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's like with Sam Heward. Sam Heward was the number one overall quarterback supposedly two years ago, and he transferred to Cal Poly, he's only going to be there a year. He's going to go to Cal Poly, play with this high school coach, and if he is, if he has a great year there, then he will transfer somewhere else and have two years to play at a, at a big Division One school. He's not going to play out his remaining years at Cal Poly. All right, well, it's confusing and annoying and stupid, and the NCAA or whoever's <laughs> in charge, college football playoff, needs to get it all, get their S together and streamline it, uh, and everybody would benefit. Everyone, including their their bottom line, because they can make a lot of money off of this, but it's all over the board. It's all over the place. It is. Portals open, portals closed, portals half open, portals half closed. I'm in the portal. I can't come out of the portal. Uh, it's signing day. I've already signed. I've only verbal. I haven't signed. It's so dumb. <laughs> They've got to get this figured out, especially with NIL now. Yes. But anyway, today was National Signing Day. Yes. And Oregon uh, finished eighth. Yes. According to the 24-7 sports... Recruiting Rankins. You are correct. Um, they do it by team. Shockingly, Alabama has the best recruiting class in the country. Alabama has technically, according to some, including 247, the greatest recruiting class of all time. They got nine, nine five-star kids. Yeah, nine five-stars and 18 four-stars. That's good enough for number one on the list. Georgia, number two. By the way, do you think the ki- that there's one kid that was a three-star? <laughs> you think that one kid's like, oh, what they did the get a three hell, man? What do you mean? He's like, really? He probably, he's like, yeah, this is great. I'm only a three-star. I'm just going to slide right in here with he's, these five-stars. He's probably like a kicker. Or was it a specialist long snapper? Yeah, he's probably something like that. He's a Australian rules football guy who's going to punt. Probably something like that. So Georgia two, Texas three, Sark coming in at three. Yep. Well, they got money. Oh. They got Arch Manning. Oh, that's right, Arch Manning. They got Arch Manning. He's they... the number one recruit in the whole class. Or yes. Something. Yeah. Or one of them. Yeah. Depending on where you go. Oklahoma four. That's Brent Venables. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. and Ohio State five. Um, Miami finished seventh. My uh, Mario Cristobal. Oregon eight. USC twelve. Uh, interesting note that. Um, in their first full recruiting cycle with their new teams as head coach, one, two, three, four, five guys finished in the top ten. Huh. So you've got Venables, mm-hmm. who finished fourth, Cristobal seventh, Brian Kelly at LSU was sixth, uh, Marcus Freeman from Notre Dame 
seventh and Dan or wait, where's Freeman? Two different rankings. Tenth, sorry, and Lanning ninth. Well, that's so all five of those dudes are in their first full recruiting cycle at their new school, and they finished in the top ten. Well, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Well, it also goes to show you too that when guys are getting hired now, it's all about recruiting. It it certainly helps. Look, Mario Cristobal, for whatever you think of him, right? And I know Duck fan. There's some, you know, there's some hard feelings there. Cristobal clearly is not the world's best in-game coach, right? But you cannot deny the fact that that son of a gun can recruit. And what you're hoping with, with the Dan Lanning staff, is that you just put together the number eight recruiting class in the country. And you look, you, you're not, you didn't have the greatest year of all time, right? Solid year, but it wasn't like you were the end all to be out. And you just put together a top 10 class. Yeah, you would, you would hope that, that what Lanning is doing here is taking that crystal ball level of recruiting and then bringing a better acumen on the field. And if you do that, yeah. that's that's when you end up with, with yeah. special seasons. All right, so I have another interesting recruiting note, which we'll get to next, followed by uh, In the News. It is 418 on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, today was signing day. Uh, Mentioned Oregon 8th, according to the 247 Sports website. They do apparently a good job with recruiting. I don't know. But uh, Oregon 8th, <clears throat> USC 12th. Some people were asking about Beavers, Huskies, and all that. Uh, the Huskies are ranked 29th, uh, which is right next to Colorado. Yeah, Dion got the number one, again, like the number one quarter in the country to commit to him for like the second year in a row. He so. has a five-star. He, he uh, actually, UCLA's 38th, and they have a five-star. That's the lowest ranking of any team with a five-star recruit yeah so colorado 30 uh oregon state 40 uh oregon state 50 okay well i mean that's not great but again i don't think that takes into account all the the transfer portal kids as well no i don't think it is. i think this is just freshmen right yeah so no five stars two four stars yeah. 17 three stars and the big- stanford beat them Ugh. Yeah. And the big one they got uh, they got that uh, Oregon got that Rod uh, Roderick Pleasant who was a big four star like one of the better corners 
in uh, the country. He was like the number seven or eight corner in the country. He committed today over USC out of uh, California. So that He's was a- fast. Isn't he like the track guy? Yeah, super fast. A 10-1-4 100-meter dash. Yeah. So that Best was- in the country, right? Yep. So that was a big deal. There was- it was down between uh, them and USC. And USC, for all of their success, I guess they, I mean, they cleaned up on the offensive end. They got a big tight end that they didn't expect to go there. That was one of the better ones in the country. But on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. not a whole lot. I think I was listening to, to Nemec yesterday saying that they didn't have a single, I think it might have been a single top 100 ESPN player on the defensive side of the ball. Now, they did get some defensive transfers in. Apparently, they're trying to go that road. But um, the defensive kids have not uh, decided that USC is the place where they want to go play yet. So maybe a little bit more of the same from USC. <laughs> Better outscore some people. Well, I like what Landing's doing on defense. Yes. Yeah, Focus we, there. That defense was bad. Well, and and they and he uh, did, and they obviously addressed that in the transfer portal as well. That wasn't just one of those where they were. No, they got both right transfers and some fr- freshmen. Absolutely. It seemed like for a lot of the season, there was a lot of complaint about the lack of pass rush. And by the end of recruiting season, there were almost complaints from those who follow recruiting that they had too many D linemen, so many they didn't know what to do with. So, I mean, he took, took a major glaring problem and made it an absolute point of emphasis. Well, and they got the uh, uh, the Jordan Birch kid from South Carolina. Yeah, huge transfer. At one point, was a, a five, he, well, he was a five-star recruit, uh, one of the best defensive players in the country coming out of high school, and was a very productive player in the SEC. And a lot of people thought he was one of the top three or four defensive players in the transfer portal. Lanning recruited him at Georgia and got him to come there. So whereas USC hasn't been able to lure a lot of defensive kids just yet, I would assume that Lanning and his uh, acumen on defense and the fact that you know he was the defensive coordinator of a national championship team, that that lends itself some credibility. Because remember, um, you know, last year, um, when they went and got Gonzalez, they got the corner out of, of Colorado, one of the better you know players in the portal. So this is a couple years in a row where they've landed some significant players in the portal. And you look at what they did at running back last year in the portal. Um, so they've 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 done a nice job in the transfer portal, and you almost have to nowadays. I mean, it's just even Alabama. Oh, yeah. Even Alabama, like, if you're not, yeah, it's yeah. like it feels like you're falling behind. Yeah. So recruiting anymore isn't just about the high school kids. It's 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 about one keeping your kids on campus. And I thought Oregon State did a nice job of that this year. And then being able to go out and fill in immediate, like when you get when you get a high school player, you don't know if that kid's going to be productive for a year or two. And you're taking a flyer because you never seen him at the collegiate level. When you go to the transfer portal. You feel a lot better being like, hey, you got a proven guy that you know plays in the SEC. He's going to do just fine lining up at edge for you in, in Oregon. Would you trade Dan Lanning right now for Lincoln Riley? Yeah. You would? I would. You still like Riley, huh? I think Lincoln Riley, I mean, no offense to Dan Lanning, but Lincoln Riley is a proven commodity. Lincoln Riley is one of, if not the best offensive minds in college football. He's been to the playoff multiple times. Now, I get that there's shortcomings and that he's never proven that he can build the defense. He's never proven that he can get over the hump. But how you could say that Lincoln Riley and his resume in any shape or form that you can compare it to Dan Lanning, who we've seen for one whole year and was a good year, but it certainly wasn't anything well, to write home about. I mean, it's not a resume thing. It's it's it's. It's the trajectory that you feel Lanning's taking them. Yeah, I, mean, I would, you, of course Lincoln Riley has the resume. But I would, I would still take Lincoln Riley. You would. Uh, yeah, I think that's a debate now. Sure. I mean, I, I get that people want to go upside, but to me, I will take one of the the best known commodities in college football over someone that you're crossing your fingers and saying that oh, we hope the trajectory is right because Cristobal had the same thing going at Oregon. Yeah, I uh, I think that I feel like 
the one reason that I would maybe lean towards landing is defense. I, I just feel like defense. In other words, I feel like Lincoln Riley could come to a place like Oregon and run an awesome offense. We've seen that before, and it just won't, in the end, get him over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think at USC, that's a little bit different. But at Oregon, I want the guy that's building the championship defense. That's their only chance. Sure. And and someone points out, Oregon had three times as many four- and five-star edge rusher D-line recruits as the rest of the Pac-12 combined. So. Yeah, I heard Re- uh, Nemec reference something like that. What yep. they did compared to the rest of the conference is yeah. substantial. Yeah. What they did up front this year in the transfer portal and in the recruiting rankings um, was leaps and bounds better than anyone else in the Pac-12. And so that, to your point, you may be... That's what I'm saying. You, you're trying to... If you're That's trying, where it's at. You're trying to build a bully like you did down in Georgia. Lanning has taken steps, but... Defense is the harder part, and I have not seen that out of Lincoln Riley yet. No, right? we have not. So you know what you're getting offensively with Lincoln Riley, but I don't know. I might take my chances with this uh, this defense. See where this takes Oregon. Sure, totally. Some studs he's bringing in. Totally get where that's uh, where that's coming from. Okay, one other note, notable notation of note, of the top ten recruits in California. How many of them were in the Pac-12 or stayed in the, committed to Pac-12 schools? Four, four or five. Eight. Oh, okay. Well, that's a lot better. How than... many of them went to Oregon versus USC? Oh, the top 10 California kids. I'll go, uh, there's eight. So I'll, I'll go six of them went to Oregon. Mm. Oregon landed four. Okay. USC landed three. Arizona State got one. I was going to guess Colorado for one, maybe. Um, Which is, well, I think isn't. Rashada, top ten recruit in California. That's, no, he's a Florida kid. But yeah, he, he, he's. Oh, I, I thought he was from California. I don't think so. No, I think he's a Florida kid. I don't think that's right. Mm, I'll look it up for you. I would not. I would not go to my grave with it though. Oh no, he is from California. You're yeah, right. He's okay. Cal- he's Cali. Yeah. So I think he went to Air. So he's the maybe the one from Arizona State. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I think a lot of people pointed out Oregon landing more of the top ten recruits in California than USC is quite a nice little. Coup. Yeah, it's a nice little uh oh, because yeah. USC's yeah. going to the Big Ten. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh, but it's Pittsburgh, California for yeah. Uh, Rashada. Yeah, leave the leave the heavy lifting to me. You Jason. got it. You got it. That's a, by the way, that's a nice little fu to uh to USC. It's nice what? Little, oh, from yeah, Oregon? Yeah, yeah from Oregon. I think that's awesome that yeah. Oregon got got more of the top ten recruits out of California than USC did, and USC's selling this all. Oh, we're moving to the Big Ten, and we're going, you know, big time and all yeah. this. Well, good luck. Oregon's still out recruiting you. Well, and, and and then you're going to get the Oregon States, you're going to get the UWs of the world that are like, well, who gives a crap? Like we develop our players, and you know, there's there's. Oh, I love that. that. We're already getting that on the, oh, the Beavers yeah. are so sensey to. Yeah. The, oh, well, it doesn't matter. We're number fifty. <laughs> we're always number fifty. All right, here, yeah, here you go. Ducks have been building a defensive bully for years, yeah. and yet the Beavers ran for twenty-one unanswered on them. There's always that. They have not been building a defensive bully for years. <laughs> what is that guy talking about? Yeah, according to who? Jesus. <laughs> I swear the narrative. This there's nothing worse. In sports, well, nothing worse. It is. It's actually really funny. There's nothing more wild than message board college sports fan. No, like there's nothing like it. No, they're they're in La La Land. <laughs> Seriously, they're in La La Land. Well, here's the thing about, th- and they'll say anything to justify if you- their own school yeah. versus another school that they hate. Well, here's the thing, or they'll just say that you suck. There's only and you don't know what you're talking about in college football. There's only about ten or twelve schools that matter, realistically, right? And that comes like Dave Bartu talks about this all the time. If you're not one of those recruiters, you don't win big. You just don't. 
plain and simple. We can sit here and, and you can be critical of recruiting. You can say that, that rankings don't matter or this or that. But at the end of the day, the, the same teams that, that are winning national titles and playing for national titles are all teams that recruit, usually not even in the top 12. They usually recruit in the top five or six, period. And so those schools will tell you that, hey, we're recruiting. It doesn't matter what we did on the field. Look at our talent. Eventually, we're going to end up being where you want to be. And for the teams that are outside of that, they're going to yell from the mountaintop that recruiting doesn't matter because, well, we beat your ass last year. And look at us. And it doesn't matter. And, and those rankings are, are insignificant. And the truth of the matter is whatever fits your narrative, whatever man. fits your narrative. But the real narrative is if you want to win national championships, if you want to be consistently in that that category, and this is not a, a not on a knock on Oregon State and say that Oregon State can't be good or UW or anyone else. You can put together special seasons. TCU, what TCU is like a, a top like 35, 40 recruiter. And TCU just played for the national championship, right? But what happened when TCU played the number three recruiter every year for the last seven or eight years? What happened to him? They got a mud hole stomped in their ass. And it wasn't because that Sonny Dykes can't coach, and it wasn't because that they, you know, they they played a bad game. It was the fact that Georgia is just that much more talented than you. So you can be mad at recruiting rankings, you can be upset. But if you want to be, uh, if you want to be in the in the big games, you have to be able to land these kids. It's plain and simple. And so I get why Oregon, when they were going after their coaching search, said we have to find someone that I, I remember them saying that they needed to find someone that was going to keep the momentum of the Mario Cristobal recruiting thing. And honestly, if I'm talking about hiring a college coach at a program that thinks I can compete at that level. If you ask me, what would I rather have? The best, the best X's and O's country coach in the country, but wasn't a necessarily a great recruiter, or someone that was an unbelievable recruiter, but was more of a figurehead and wasn't an X's and O's guy, I will take the recruiter. I think it's easier to find guys that can go in and coach my guys to find good coordinators and hire them, and me build the culture of the program, and me being able to land top 10 classes. I think it's more important in today's day and age. So of the top 10... California recruits, Oregon got four, USC three, Arizona State one. The other two went to Texas and Tennessee, if you must know. Yeah. So there you go. At least you're keeping them in the West. Hot because, recruiting Because that talk. was the thing for a while is those kids those kids were leaving to go play in uh, in greener pastures. I remember Washington had a couple big kids and well like like and they, they went to Ohio State. Yeah. You know, I think that, the that Big hurts. Ten thing is gonna be interesting. When USC and UCLA go to yeah, the Big Ten and start. that Yeah, they start playing in that league. But hopefully, That'll be interesting. but hopefully the expanded playoffs and having access to it, hopefully it keeps some kids out West. Uh, in the news is coming up next. Shutdown Brown has a new gig. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's right. Uh, tomorrow we'll be broadcasting from the Portland Auto Show. You are correct, sir. We're going to be at the convention center. Come you on guys. by and say hi. Look at some uh, room rooms. <clears throat> come come by and fist pump Big Souk. There you go. Or I mean uh, fist pump. Fist bump. You're going to fist pump me? Like a champ. Oh, okay. It was like fist well, pumping or fist bump him. I'm going to be fist pumping all day out there. You're going to buy your, your Toyota 2Runner that you're looking for. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. If they make a two-runner, I'm more suit, suited for the two-runner. The four-runner's a bit much for you, but the two-runner... I don't go uh, off-roading. <laughs> but if it can get me down to uh, A&A Casino... There you go. I'm all for it. This we- will not shock you. My first car, a two-wheel drive SUV. Oh, yeah? Yep. What was that? It was a Ford Explorer. I needed oh. the cargo to like lug sports equipment around, but I never took it to the mountains, so I got a two-wheel drive SUV. <laughs> Tasty. I was a big Ford Explorer guy. I've owned three Ford Explorers in my career. Number one selling SUV of all time. Yeah, I, I used to like them. Mm-hmm. I still kind of like them, but they're kind of... <laughs> You're like, I've okay. moved on. All right, it is February 1st, 2023. It's time now for news. I'm your noted and carbon neutral newsman. Hello, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Especially you ladies. Thank you. Today is car insurance day. Oh, because that's a fun thing to pay for. Yeah, it's not good. Writing checks for something that you can't ever see and hopefully you'll never lose. It's depressing. Do you want to know what my biggest car insurance pet peeve is among all of my insurance pet peeves, which we've talked about many times? What do you got? The broken windshield. Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. Well, it sits in that sweet spot of, like, if you have a really low deductible, mm-hmm. it costs you more per month, right? Sure. So most people have a deductible that is a little bit higher. Yeah. And I don't know, that could be for you, it could be thousand bucks. It's usually around 500 I have know. a $500 deductible. Sure. That's what I settle with every year. Yes. If you break your damn windshield, mm-hmm. it usually costs just under $500. Yeah. Well, if you haven't met your deductible... You're paying every time I crack a windshield, which I have one right now, I have to pay for it because it doesn't meet the deductible. We have that exact same thing Every time. I feel like it's a racket. (laughs) That should be covered. That's like the most common thing that happens. Well, it is covered. It is, but... (laughs) It's not. Then they're like, well, no, you have to buy a lower deductible if you want it covered. No, F you. It's it's a lot like dental insurance. It's a racket. We're having this exact same thing. My, uh, My lady friend cracked her windshield. 
and she the was, worst. and she is, uh, she's experienced the same thing right now, where she is. You're like, better off just. As a matter of fact, I don't even check with insurance on that anymore. How stupid is that? I have car insurance. If things, if bad things happen to my car, it should pay for it. I pay for it every month, right? Yes. This happens to your car. No, no, no. You're paying for that. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Good luck. I'm just laughing because I had, like, a month ago, I had this exact same conversation. We're waiting until the weather gets a little bit nicer. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than, you know, in the winter if they, you know, get rocks and exactly. another snow. So, yeah, but we got a nice old fat crack in the in the windshield as well. Well, who doesn't? It yeah, happens all the it time. It happens all the time. And it's so easy to replace them. Yeah. Right? Well, if you have the, if you get it small enough, they can fill it in. But, you know, if it's a big crack, then you got to get it replaced. Well, mine mine is growing crack tentacles. Yes. As this guy says, those insurance bastards know exactly what they're doing. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it pisses me off. I have no recourse. <laughs> like, I would like to to bow up to them and, like, you know, find a loophole or, like, be... You know, I, I have, there's no, they have you by the shortened curves. Yes. When you've never felt this, like, when you're dealing with any other kind of insurance? Well, again, I, I have bitched all throughout the tenure of this broadcast about insurance. Yes. I currently have... But today being car insurance car day, insurance. I thought I'd keep it to, to yeah. that. Because I have two knees that both need meniscus uh, surgery. And I've had both of these for years and years. So I've been approved. I can get one surgery done, but they won't do both at the same time. And But they will do two separate ones. Yeah, they will, because they make more money. Exactly. This is the part that I don't understand, because if I do two separate surgeries, you they bill you all the cart. Right, you have to pay for the anesthesiologist. You have to pay for the surgeon. You have to pay for the nurses. You have to pay for the operating room. So if I need two surgeries, one on each knee, it's the same surgery, just clipping my meniscus. Wouldn't it make sense to do it at the same time, and then I only have to pay for one of those things? No, won't do it. But I will be allowed to do two separate ones. It's it's the same. Yeah, th- yeah. I don't know who's to blame, really, yeah, but the hospital system. Yes. Well, again, I, some of it is the greed of the, the hospitals that want to make a bunch of money, right? Yeah. So it's not all just insurance, but there's a lot of bad players in the hospital system. And I feel like that that's a whole other level. I feel like that's all down. Some of that, not all of it, is downright criminal. Yes, absolutely. Because they don't care about anything other than whatever you pay in premiums, they need to make sure that they spend they spend less than that well, on and you. The other thing is like you've been you've you've dealt with your olds in the hospital or whatever oh, yeah. or if, if you've been in the hospital you you see this if you've been in there enough you guys know that when they bring you a cup of apple juice or they bring you a you ask for a straw yep. you can see them putting it into the system it costs you and you it costs every little thing costs you and then you go back and look at the bill and the straw was $75 do you know now and I learned this this is true and I'm not kidding you can get a bill for surgery and call up you see and you and you ask for an itemized bill yeah. you can call up and say I'm not paying that and they will actively negotiate your bill they will remove things from your bill. And then once I'm like, oh my God, you're just putting stuff on there in the idea that no one will call and say, I'm not paying for that. Right. Blows my blows my mind. But just FYI, you can do that. So you call them and you're like, hey, could you take this, um, oh, I don't know, like uh, that medicine off of my bill? Oh yeah, that you didn't even have that anyway. We just put that on there to yes. raise your bill. So I, yeah, we have no problem taking that off. When I tore my pack... I negotiated almost $1,200 off of my bill simply by saying, 
I don't think I should have to pay for that. And they were like, yeah, whatever, here. Now, granted, I still had to well, pay thousands of dollars, but hey, 1200 bucks is 1200 bucks. I agree. And I, and I do feel like sometimes, and I think people are in this position at times where they just don't pay. They're just like, I'm not, I'm not going to pay it. Yeah. And oftentimes the hospitals will write it off. Yeah. Our healthcare system is awesome. It's bad. So is insurance. Great. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, National Freedom Day as well. But hey, our freedoms. Freedom! Our freedoms. Freedom! Freedom to get screwed by insurance. (laughs) That's right. We have the freedom to get screwed by insurance. We're the only ones in the world that have freedom. You remember that. Love it or leave it. We do have lots of choices over how we get screwed by insurance. Love it or leave it. Screw you. Shutdown Brown has a new gig, you guys. Oh. Thought you'd like this. What's she, uh, what's what she do you think she now? is? Uh, I was, what do you think she'd be good at? I was at? thinking like a lifeguard, you know, like <laughs> putting an end to fun. Right. Hey, you know, no, no horseplay at the pool, something like that. Yeah. I picture her also Somewhere as a, where she can just totally shut it down. Yeah. I was thinking like a very angry, like school principal, like that Matilda sort of role where she just yells at a lot of kids, makes them cry. Oh, the headmistress Trunchbull. I remember yeah, her. Something yeah. like that. Like that 72 Munich shirt that she wears. Like no, nope. she is going. To, she is going to go teach some of our brightest young minds how to be shut down brown. Get right the hell out of town. Where is she? Uh, where is she teaching? She's at? going to Harvard. Really? Yes, she has been tapped as a visiting fellow at the Institute of Politics at Harvard's Kennedy School. That means she is headed to Harvard and their campus this semester to offer its students a glimpse into what she learned over decades in state politics. Huh. As a sometimes controversial and unpopular executive who actually was the least popular least popular governor yeah, in, the in the country. In the country. Lowest approval rate of all Lowest 50, approval right? rate of anyone. Is this going to be the first time ever that... She's going to be spilling her secrets. That Tucker Carlson is going to rage about something and I'm going to agree with him. <laughs> I'm going to be like, why? why is she teaching at Harvard? <laughs> like, finally, he's on to something. Really? She's like, Harvard? Yeah, she's going to Harvard. They couldn't find... They couldn't find, like, the 36th most popular governor to go well, teach at Harvard? Jamie Herrera Butler is going there, too. Oh, okay. She got ousted. Remember her? Yeah. yeah. She got booted, so she's going to go there. Is, uh, is It's like the Alabama offensive coordinator I guess. Position. Like, you go there and you get rehabbed. Is uh, Shutdown Brown, is she an academic? Did she go to, like, Harvard or Yale? Do we know what her... It's a good question. We'll find out where she went to school. Yeah. Bucks on it. Yeah, someone said, talk about falling up. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd be terrible at my job oh. and then uh, well, go, you go are. speak at Harvard. Well, where's my Harvard speaking engagement? ESPN. <laughs> We're falling up to ESPN. My buddy got to go speak at Yale. Yeah. And he doesn't even have a college education. Uh, a, the, okay, so remember that Grants Pass perp we talked about yesterday? Oh, yeah. By the way, undergrad at University of Colorado, uh, graduate degree from Lewis and Clark. Well, and now Harvard. <laughs> Way to go, shut down Brown. Boulder and Lewis and Clark. I guess. Two good schools. But look, not Ivy League. It's not exactly Harvard, but okay. Uh, so the perp we were talking about, the, the kidnapper guy yeah. in Grant's torture Pass. Torture guy, right? Yeah, torture, torture guy. Torture yeah, guy. they found him. We have, I have news. Oh, I, yeah. They got him. Yeah, they got him. Uh, we'll get to that next. It is 450 on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
or something what yeah it's a it's like a one-off his name's like starts really? with i look it up the stack is telling us it is one mark morrison this mark is mark morrison? morrison i don't know who that is either. i thought return of the mac was oh. it's possible someone put it in there no, as mark no, no, morrison no, no, it's not no. actually the the other one i'm thinking of is hot stepper here comes the hot stepper is that i yeah. think is that ico queasy guy yeah. all, right. all right mac morrison either way uh they got one song yeah. Uh, this is in the news, uh, G- uh, February 1. How about that? We're already into February, the second month of the year, uh, 2023. The perp in Grant's past that we talked about yesterday, he's that 36-year-old dude uh, by the name of Benjamin Obadiah Foster. Yeah. He was the one who was released from prison in Nevada for kidnapping and torturing a woman, his girlfriend at the time, I think. Uh, in 2019, and then he did it again in Oregon, and the woman is still... They found, they, they found her after a couple weeks. She was bound and beaten in, in her house. Well, he killed two people after his initial... Well, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Uh, so this was in Grant's Pass. He, he has a girl bound there. Somebody found her. She is still in the hospital and unconscious in critical condition. So um, this guy then goes on the lamb. And there becomes a, what they call a dragnet? Yeah. Those are great. And they're looking for him out there. Well, somebody said they saw the dude, and they said he would, remember we talked yesterday, he changed his appearance and all this? Yeah, he shaved his head, and he grew a beard, and looked way different. <clears throat> so He's Still active on the dating profiles, though. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, they said that he was active on those to try to find somebody to maybe help him out, or, or another victim, or whatever. Well, uh, somebody said they saw him walking a dog. In Grants Pass. Yeah. He didn't even leave Grants Pass. He's just hanging out, walking a dog. And so they did a dragnet. They searched another home that was a family home. And apparently he got away from them. And he got up into, and I forget what they call that forested area up north of Grants Pass. Wolf Creek, I Wolf believe. Wolf Creek. He got up there and he killed two men yeah. that live up there. Yeah. That he did. He had no connection to. He stole some of their stuff and um, went back down to Grants Pass. One and of them, at that one, point... And one of them was old. Like, it was like... Old guy, yeah. yeah it, was it was like 70-something 70 70 years old. Yeah, so those guys had no connection to him, but he kills them, he, he robs them, and he uh, goes back down to Grants Pass, and they finally corner him in his house. He's in the crawl space. He shoots himself. They take him to the hospital, and he dies. Yeah. So he is... So he is he deceased... Is so, but he had another woman at that. Well, no, the woman that he had at that house. Sorry, she's in the hospital. Yes. So, we're, we're the two. So it was an intense manhunt. Yes. And then a standoff and pretty scary. He, yeah, he ended it. Absolutely. Well, clearly, I mean, armed and dangerous. He killed two people, seemingly for no real reason other than to rob them. You know, this is the second time we've had a, a, a stone cold murderer say, like, spare the dog. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. he took their dog. The dog was from the two guys yeah, the two that guys. he killed. So he took the dog, and then he's walking the dog. Yeah, that was the same thing, right? Same in, thing with the Idaho guy. Idaho Koberger like, spared the Labradoodle. He put the Labradoodle in another room. Didn't kill him. Really weird. I mean, it's... I don't... Look, I'm not trying to get in the mind of a, of a killer, but... I don't know, maybe there's... Well, if anybody could, it'd be you. Yeah, is there something to the fact that the dog is, is... I don't know, is, like, harmless, or, like, he... 
obviously you have no connection to human beings, but maybe there's connection to the animals. I also, don't know. Yeah, people do have weird connections in that, like, there are people, like, dog or cat stuff can evoke tears from them, but human stuff won't at all. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, sometimes that's true of me. Well, yeah, I, I, I think there's... Am I a, a killer? I think there's a lot of people that... I love the animals. The animal is is viewed as harmless and and loving. Well, they and, need you. They need you. Whereas a lot of people people are like whatever. Know, yeah, people hate humans. Well, yeah, because they can be awful. Well, I'm just glad this is over because that's that's scary. Very scary. And so I feel terrible for those two guys that you yeah, know, minding their no own kidding. minding their own business and they just happen to. Well, and the woman. Yeah, she's fighting yeah, for her fighting life because of this creep. Yeah. All right, there's your in the news. Pretty uh, exciting. February 1, 2023. The Hot 5 at 5 is next. Hey, great news for the Blazers. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? I went there. Really? You're going yeah. there? Yeah, I went there. You big jerk. That's right. Yeah. I'm a big jerk. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, 458 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.